0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the GGAB podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Oliver, and the GGAB podcast is the official communication platform for Global Give a Book. Global Give a Book is a nonprofit organization based out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, but impacting the world with a mission to get award winning books into the hands of children who need them most. Today we have a very special guest on the show. His name is Chris Aguirre and he is a Netflix animation artist. On this show, I get to interview different community leaders and partners who are joining alongside Global Give-A-Book to help spread the love of reading. This is a very special guest because Chris is actually going to be joining us in March for a Global Give-A-Book event. That is going to be put on through the Reading with Shepherd Daisy program. We will have more information coming out on that later in the year, so be sure to go to ggab.org and subscribe to our newsletter at the bottom of the homepage to stay in the know with updates like that. But for now, let's get started with Chris, and I do just wanna say before we welcome him on that. This is going to be a series, the first time that we've done a, a series on our podcast. So, we're going to have bits of Chris's story divided up into different segments that will be coming out within the next couple weeks and months because he has so much wonderful and interesting information and just wisdom to share. So, let's begin with part one of our Chris Aguirre series. Come on, Chris welcome
1: Chris.
0: Hello. How are you doing? So doing doing well. Thank you so much for taking your time. I know you are very busy and I know you're just always doing incredible things. So I'm just going to really pass this over to you right now, Chris. And if you wouldn't mind just explaining to our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh,
1: well, uh, Chris Gary. I was born and raised in El Paso, Texas. Uh, I work in animation industry. I'm working for Netflix right now on a preschool show, a uh, show titled Spirit Rangers. It's actually coming out uh, next year. So I'm very proud to be part of that team. I do visual development right now. So I have to do a lot of research, a lot of reading. So I got to look up uh about certain tribes. It's a Native American show. Uh, it's great, I love it. Um, very proud. Uh, so I'm always constantly looking up certain tribes. I'm working with a team actually in Paris. Oh, wow. and they're not familiar with uh, some of the tribes. So sometimes they reach out to me and ask me for certain information, uh, whether it's Iroquois Nation, the Cherokee, Apache, Chumash, and so forth. So a lot of reading, a lot of studying, uh, a lot of research. And I do anything from background designs uh, for the show or it could be as simple as prop designs, but they also can be complicated also. Uh, And pattern designs, uh, designs in general for certain tribes. There's a lot of different varieties. Uh, It's a big difference between uh, the tribes. So that's why I'm here to help out on that production. I'm pretty proud to work on that. It's a 3D production. It's one of the first for Netflix, actually.
0: Oh, wow. That's incredible. So that, I guess if it's 3D, is that a whole nother, As in terms of the design that you have to do, is that just a completely different kind of, um, the artwork for that, is that a whole different yeah, what a normal is. show would look like, I guess? It
1: is very different compared to 2D animation. Okay. 2D animation, uh, two-dimensional. between two-dimensional and three-dimensional. Three-dimensional can be uh, very technical. So when I first got into animation, like I said, I've been doing this over 30 years now. Mm. Uh, I started on Tiny Toons Adventures. Uh, then I went on to Animaniacs and a lot of great shows. Uh, I actually got to work with a, some of the best people in the industry. That was my schooling, you know. Actually, my first contact uh, was uh, Joe Barbera, Hanna Barbera Studios. Wow. He was my first contact and friend, actually. I didn't know anything about animation. Uh, I, like I said, growing up in El Paso, uh, it was just a lifelong dream since I was a kid, you know, I used to read books, look up stuff about animation, which I love Mickey Mouse, Disney's, no, the great characters, Bugs Bunny, uh, which this first studio I worked for was Warner Brothers, you know, uh, but I uh, back in Texas, like I said, I used to always read about these great artists in <laughs> animation and Even when I would look at animation, uh, TV shows, uh, I'd watch the classics, you know, like Tom and Jerry, Bugs Bunny. It's what I grew up with, The Pink Panther. Uh, It's funny, I used to always stick around and read the credits, you know? For some reason, I was just curious to see who worked on them, you know? And that the most weirdest thing like I said I must have been about seven years old six when I was curious about animation and growing up I'd always see those same names like from Warners you know you'd see Friz Freeling you know director or Virgil Ross a great animator and it was something that I've always loved but in Texas there's no animation there's no animation studios um, all I could do is just, you know, do a lot of research reading and, and then, um, let's see, uh, I did a lot of odd jobs in Texas before I got into animation. Um, I can go down the list. I was, uh, let's see, I was a boot design. I did do, I do help out with boot designs for Tony Lama. Oh, wow. Uh, what else? Uh, designing blue jeans for Levi Sassoon, some companies that were in Texas and El Paso, Uh, embroidery artist, I was a designer, silk screen artist. Um, What else? Political cartoonist for El Paso Times.
0: My, this is all over Uh, the spectrum. You have. Yeah,
1: I did it. I did it all. I mean, uh, you know, the one thing uh, that I had this one teacher, Mr. Braithwaite, Mr. B, He was a good friend and a good teacher. I met, you know, he was my teacher in fifth grade. And I've even went after I left El Paso, I used to go back and visit him Mm. and talk to him. And he would always inspire me. He would always give me ideas. He would always tell me that art is everywhere. It's all around you. It's from the clothes you wear, from the cars you drive, from you know the chairs you sit on everything is created by an artist so I had to really kind of figure that out what can I do in El Paso that's creative you know outside of animation (laughs) so I did a lot of jobs you know I did all kinds of stuff and all of that was great experience I even had my own little ad agency so yeah yeah So anyways, long story short, I ended up leaving El Paso. I had a big change in my life, had to take off, moved up to uh, the Bay Area. My mom and dad lived there. They moved over there a long time ago. And I started chasing a different dream, thinking, what is what I really want to do in life, what I really want to do? And that was animation. So one day when I saw the newspaper, the San Jose Mercury, I saw that, Joe Barbera and Mr. Bill Hanna were going to be in San Francisco doing a book signing. So I thought, hmm, I wonder if I have what it takes to be in animation. So I had my portfolio, all my cartoons, all the stuff I was doing, and I was wondering if I even had it. Because, I mean, I've never done anything like that. I've only read it up in books. I always just looked at the drawings, saw what the guys were doing. I thought, I wonder if I got what it takes because I could never afford going to school at uh, Cal Arts, which is really a a school that's uh, uh, owned by Walt Disney. Oh, okay. But the funny thing Mm -hmm. is, I got to teach there. (laughs) (laughs) I got to teach there, actually. That's another story. But anyways, I ended up going to San Francisco. I took my portfolio. It was a rainy day and it was in the Circle Gallery. I think it was called Union Square area. And man, it was pouring rain out there. So I got in line and I uh, had my book and uh, it was about you know, a good, you know, 30 people there in line to get the book signing. And Mr. Uh, Bill, Bill and Joe Barbera were there and I went up and I asked Bill, I said, what does it take to be an animation? And he just kind of looked at me and he signed it and he just said, oh, you just got to draw really good. And he slid the book over. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then I, Joe Barbera, he looked at me and he goes, what do you want to know kid? And I said, what does it take to get an animation? I mean, and he goes, well, you just got kind of to draw good. You got to draw this. You got to draw that. Use your imagination, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, Bill is more of the writer bill Hanna, joe barbera was the artist you know and he was the man that designed and created tom and jerry cartoons back in the wow
0: oh my gosh
1: so yeah so it was really cool i got all these books here but i have a big book over there signed by by them and when He signed it, you know. I took it with me. I said, Okay, well, thank you. And then I walked away, and I'm thinking, Man, I'm not satisfied. I gotta show him my work, it's my only chance. Never met anybody famous in my life. You know, in Texas, you can probably run into the, the weatherman at 7 Eleven, you know. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, uh, next thing you know, I, um, uh, I, you know, they were getting up, they were walking away, going to another room. So I went up to him, uh, Mr. Barbera, and he says, Oh, yeah, you again. I said, I have a portfolio, you know, if I could please uh, have a chance to show it to you, I, I'd love to show you my work just, you know, if I have what it takes. So he uh, looked at me and he looked at his watch and, and they were saying like, he, you know, he goes, yeah, you know what kid, I only got a few minutes and I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. Well, I ran out of that gallery, went down to get my portfolio in the pouring rain I mean, it was coming down and I got my portfolio. I'm running back up. I even slipped and fell, you know, and I got back up and I'm going in there. And as soon as I ran into the uh, gallery, uh, I was soaking wet. I was like a wet dog. But Mr. Barbera, he looked at me like, oh my God, you went out in the rain. I said, yes, sir. And he goes, I thought you had it here. And he goes, well, I'm sorry. It's just, I had it in the car. And he's like, and they were calling him. The security guard was saying, you know, Mr. Barbera, they're ready. They were supposed to go somewhere else to take pictures with uh, costume characters like the Flintstones and Dino and all those. <laughs> characters. And, and then he looked over there and he looked at me and he felt, I guess he must have felt sorry for me because I'm soaking wet standing there. And he said, um, he goes, gosh, you know what, kid? He goes, I'm sorry, but you're I'm right. Just show me your first drawing show me your first i go oh, okay no problem so i unzipped it and and i'm ready to open up my portfolio and the one thing that i've always done is always put your best right up front mm. put your best drawings you know i mean and that helped a lot that was like the first hook because the moment i opened it he looked at down he looked up at me he looked down at my drawings and he goes, you did this? And I go, yes, sir. He goes, which what's, what's your name again? And I told him and he just smiled and he goes, wow. And then he goes, hey, Bill, he goes, get over here. Check this out. Oh. Then if the security came up and he says, sir, they're ready. And he says, you know what? Tell him to wait. Tell him the wait. In fact, can you please close the door? Oh so we went in the room and he saw all my work and they were smiling from ear to ear and then he said to me he says what do you do now and I said oh nothing I'm looking for work <laughs> I'm looking for work I just came out here from El Paso mm. and he said he smiled and they were both looking at all my characters because they were all original designs and He smiled from ear to ear and he says, uh, he goes, you got imagination, kid. And he takes out his wallet and he takes out his card. And he gives it to me and he says, whenever you're in L.A., you give me a call. And I looked at that like the Willy Wonka ticket, like a golden (laughs) ticket. Yes. Yeah, I just was like, wow. I couldn't believe it. Joe Barbera gave me his card. Mm. He's one of the main guys, one of the main like Founding Fathers of Animation, oh, um, so wow. it was a real, real honor to get that, and a blessing, so that's where I got my start, but anyways, after that, it, it took a, it was still, it took me about another year and a half to get into animation.
0: Okay, so how, okay, well, so many questions are going through my, yeah. head. my first, my first one that I had, because I'm going to come back to that in a second with how, what that year and a half looked like, you know, because everyone, I think that's a, that's such the the journey and the waiting to getting to a dream is you know it takes a long time and you do have these periods of excitement where the willy market tickets handed but then you have to wait so i want to come back to that but really quickly what was that first drawing do you remember what that was when you opened it up and he oh yeah
1: i have it framed actually it's downstairs Um, uh it's called the the uh, natural wildlife photographer and what it was, was a group of animals and it was done in color, all in color pencils and ink. And it was a bunch of African animals, but they didn't look natural. They were posing. So I did a drawing of a of a tiger being cocky, standing, posing, you know, a uh, gorilla picking his nose, <laughs> uh, a giraffe, you know, standing there getting choked by a snake going around its neck. Oh, you no. know I mean, oh. fun, just funny stuff a yeah. wild boar family you know you know just all kinds of unnatural things yes so you know like Friz freeling said another great director that i did some work with he's one of the founding fathers of warner cartoons of oh. Bugs bunny and all that oh know. cool yeah a good cartoon is without words mm. you can tell what's going on in the drawing or even animation, when you see it on TV, if you turn down the sound, and if you could tell what's happening in that cartoon, it can still make you laugh. That's a good cartoon.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool to think yeah. about. I'm gonna have to yeah. do that now when I'm watching a, when I yeah. see a cartoon, I'll turn it down and, and see, yeah. that's
1: neat. There's a lot of times, you know, a lot of cartoons, they tend to talk a lot, you know, but you don't see the gags and Uh, I'm used to the gags, I'm used to the funniness and the great acting that was done by a lot of great animators, you know. I love all that,
0: yeah. Yeah, that is, it it is a true art when you explain the, you know, things like that. I mean, no one has any idea when you're just watching what is going behind into creating these, to making them seem so real. I mean, this is phenomenal. Making drawings come to life, it really is like magic. It's amazing.
1: When I uh, taught, uh, like I said, I got to teach over in Cal Arts uh, for only about a year, but I used to tell my students that with this pencil, that you're creating an actor. Mm. Now, you're going to tell me, don't talk and tell me what the character is or I want to see in the drawing. Ah. If it's a villain, design that villain, pose him like a villain. If it's a shy character, give me that. I want to be able to see those things in, in the drawing. That's what makes things just pop, yeah. things come out. But yeah, but those drawings, like I said, uh, when they f- saw that first drawing, uh, that's what uh, hooked them and they loved seeing that. And, and, um, and it was fun doing that kind of work. I just let my imagination go. Yeah. And I drew a little photographer on the side and the corner and he looked angry because they were <laughs> all unnatural. And he had his camera out and he was trying to do natural wildlife photography. Mm.
0: Yeah. And you had just made that up from yeah. your own imagination. That's, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the key probably, being yeah. able to do that.
1: Yeah. Wow. Imagination to me is, uh, I mean, I let my mind go when I was a little kid. I used to always draw. My parents would go. Yeah, everybody, you know, I grew up in a very, uh, very small one bedroom home in El Paso. And back then there was five kids and we're, you know, my parents, uh, they, uh, they were there always supporting us, loving, still together, 65 years. Oh,
0: amazing.
1: Yeah. But growing up there in El Paso, like I said, um, you know, my parents couldn't afford getting me a drawing table and all the fancy stuff. and. I whenever everybody would go to sleep I was just a weird kid I stayed up late uh, 10 o'clock on drawing on the kitchen table Mm. but I'd let my imagination go
0: yeah yeah it was who you were it was it was in your blood I mean that's who you know to to do yeah
1: yeah and and you know a lot of great books out there you know like Dr. Seuss you know I love his stuff the green eggs and ham that kind of stuff is fun and great imaginative you know and like i said i would just let my mind go nuts and i would just create all these scenes and drawings and characters and all that this yeah. is
0: um you know a great reminder if your child maybe doesn't like to read but they have artistic abilities then this can be a connector for that yeah. And so, I love yeah. that you're that you're sharing this Chris would you say that um were you a big reader as a child did you get some inspiration from books that you would read when you were young uh, yeah
1: actually Charles Schultz is one of my favorite
0: okay yeah Oh, and what, uh, what would be a Charles Schultz book?
1: Well, the books that he had out are more like it, just all of his comic strips.
0: Oh, just comi- like, Oh, okay. Com-
1: yeah, he was very famous for the comic strips. Oh,
0: you know? Okay, okay.
1: And I loved it, you know, plus the drawings. And Snoopy was one of my favorite characters.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Gotta love Snoopy. Oh, that's yeah.
1: good. Get a blank piece of paper and let your imagination go. Mm. That's what I could tell the kids, you know, and the more you read about your subject, the better. Yeah.
0: Love it. Love it. So there you go, parents for the new year. Make sure, you know, that you encourage your child to sit down and if they don't want to read, maybe they'll want to start drawing and it can get them. That can be some encouragement to, you know, get them towards reading some books, doing some research behind those ideas. So, Thank you again, Chris. Thank you everyone for tuning in to the GGAB podcast. And just one final announcement because I'm very proud to make this announcement. Global Give-A-Book, thanks to all of our partners and friends, we have been able to give out over 5,000 books this year for 2021. So huge thank you to everyone who has made that possible. Until next time. Happy reading from all of us here at Global Give-A-Book. Have a great day, everybody.